Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. I've often talked about many things, including hypnosis, but this time I thought I'd make a special program about it. Some of you may already know that I made a free special gift for all those who listen to me. You can go to www.drmargaretrvc.com and download your free hypnosis to make you feel better. That's www.drmargaretrvc.com So now let's get on with the show and really talk to you about hypnosis. Of course, some of you may know that I've actually mentioned hypnosis on and off throughout other shows, but this time I want to get a little bit more focused. But some of you may not really know what hypnosis is all about. Maybe you've seen some of those shows where people jump around on stage looking like they're some uh, rabbit or uh, some famous star or something. It's all fun. And maybe you think that those people are out of control. Well, actually, they're not. They're what we call somnambulists. What that basically means is they're kind of asleep and awake at the same time, and they know fully well what they're doing. So I'd like to explain to you a little bit more about the mind and how it works. Everyone knows they have a brain. I'm so... You've seen some movie where there's somebody doing surgery on a brain, so you have a good idea what it looks like. But for a model purpose, let's imagine that we're cutting it into three parts. So the front part of the brain is your consciousness. The middle part of your brain is your subconscious. And the deep subconscious is at the back of your brain where your memory is, where you relate to your spirit self, the things you'd like to do. Now, of course, your brain is working constantly all the time, and it's processing everything that you do. But have you ever stopped to think just how much your conscious mind is taking up space in your brain? It's not very much. It's only about 10 to 12% of your entire awareness. Think about that, 10 to 12%. And in that 10 to 12%, you are looking and you're watching and then you're smelling and you're tasting. And while you're doing that, you're busy sniffing the air, listening, trying to suss out a situation, just like an animal. So in that sense, you are like an animal, you are an animal in fact, and it's your everyday self that is always doing this. Now of course, while you're walking around town or somewhere else, there's always people doing something. So there's lots to get your attention. And while you're watching, smelling, looking, tasting, even feeling, with your thoughts, you are taking images into your brain and storing them. You're taking sounds into your brain and keeping a memory of all those sounds. And where do they go? 
Well, they go into the middle part of your brain, that part of your brain where you have a library. Lots of sounds, lots of images, just like a photo album or a record player. It sits there. Of course, if you think about a real library, you have to have a desire to go to the library. You have to have a desire to research something in the library. Maybe it's about yourself or about a writer or maybe it's about biology or zoology or something. Whatever it is that drives you to the library is an interest, right? So in the same way, while you're walking around town and you're looking and hearing and smelling and tasting and so on, you're actually wanting to dive into your subconscious mind for references. You want to find out when you last saw or hear or felt or tasted something similar. So your conscious mind hooks into your subconscious mind, digs deep in there, looking for memories. Now, of course, we have lots of memories, hundreds and thousands, billions, trillions, if you want to really count, just sitting there. What is it that makes us choose one memory versus another. For example, if you go to an ice cream store and you want to have your favorite strawberry and you're in line and you're ready to get strawberry and all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, you change your mind and think, I want a different flavor and choose something else. Well, actually, what you've been doing is recalling all the other times that you've had strawberry and all the emotions and situations that you've seen and heard around eating strawberry. And in that blink of an eye, and remember that, I'll talk to you about it later, in the blink of an eye, you've suddenly changed your mind because you've analyzed every memory that you've ever had related to strawberries and every memory related to ice cream the cold feeling of it in your mouth, the smell of it. And in that moment, you've decided, I want change. I want something to be different. Well, of course, you're doing that every day of your life, every moment of your life. You are shifting, looking, searching for answers. Your conscious mind is processing what you see sending it into your subconscious where you're now running all these memory tapes trying to find whatever it is you need to know on a conscious level. And of course, once you make up your mind, you then simulate yourself to go out there into the world and do something slightly different or maybe amazingly different. Now, whether you're doing it physically, emotionally, mentally, or, or even spiritually, there's something going on. Your body is working. Take a deep breath now. Just do that. Breathe in. Hold it. And breathe all the way out. And just relax. Should we do that again? Breathe in. All the way in. Hold it for a second. And breathe all the way out. 
you'll notice that you suddenly feel a little calmer. No, I'm not hypnotizing you. You're hypnotizing yourself. As you breathe, you're giving yourself a little bit more oxygen. You're giving yourself a moment when your brain is only focusing on breathing. Now, every day you're walking around town, you don't think about how often you're breathing, but your brain does. It thinks about every time you've breathed air, there's a certain smell, or that you felt constricted and restricted by gas, such as some fumes from a fire, or filling up your tank in the car. Whatever you're doing, your brain is processing in a very subtle way the smells and tastes, and you are also aligning your emotions to that situation. Let's take a deep breath now for a minute, breathe in again, and see if you can smell what's in your home or around you, if you're in the street, wherever you are. Can you smell? And as you smell, do you find yourself remembering something else, some association with that smell? Maybe you might be saying, well, I can't really recall anything right now. It doesn't matter. Later you will. Because even though your conscious mind is judging, trying to fix the situation, your subconscious is still working on that issue and will give it to you even if it's in a dream. Yes, you have to work out and find some harmony between your conscious and subconscious mind. So while those two are busy working, what's going on in your deep subconscious? Some people like to believe they're just dreaming all the time. Some people like to realize they're very creative and get out their pens and pencils and doodle or make a painting or write a novel. Whatever it is you're doing, that inspiration comes from your deep subconscious. And when you're busy looking, searching on a conscious level, your subconscious is busy processing all the memories of everything you've ever had. And as soon as you get into a creative mood, your memories tap into your deep subconscious, where you start to give yourself some beautiful feelings, some beautiful thoughts about what you might be able to do. And in that moment, there is an epiphany. And that epiphany flows all the way from your subconscious into your conscious mind. Well, of course, your subconscious is busy processing what's happening from your deep subconscious too. So there's a ebb and flow of energy flowing through your brain. The neuroreceptors, the neural pathways, are all busy working, making sure that you stay in balance, aware of your body, aware of what it is you desire to do, and most importantly, aware of your emotions. I wrote a book called The Rejection Syndrome. In that book, I tell stories about how people prosper or lose things in some way because of the way they think. 
I also explained how we are all encoded with a soul structure that gives us a personality and a character. So you might like to take a look at that book. But let's come back to the subject of hypnosis. Everything that you've done in your life has been in some way a process of hypnoidal consciousness. In other words, you've opened your eyes wide, you've flared your nostrils, you've stimulated your emotions to be acutely aware, you've taken deep breaths, and you've gone into an alpha state. And in that moment that you are in that alpha state, you are in hypnosis. And immediately, without knowing why, you have answers to your quest or to your questions. And without knowing why, you just know, as it were, you're in the wisdom mode. And suddenly, those problems seemed to disappear. Now, if you stop and think about how many times that's happened to you, and if you could in reality count those times, it would be in the hundreds of thousands. Because on every day of your life, you at least go through that kind of process 10, 20, 30, 40 times, depending on where you are and what you're doing. So let's take another deep breath this time. And as you breathe in, I want you to be aware of what you're looking at around you. In fact, you can really search, look at everything and breathe out. Maybe you may have noticed that you're more sensitive to what you've seen. Let's take another deep breath all the way in and this time focus on one thing. See if you can see all the details about it. Have a good look and breathe out. That's it. And now close your eyes and see if you can see that image inside your mind. I'm sure you can. If you find yourself saying, no, I can't, then maybe you're being too intellectual at the moment, not allowing yourself to just see that image. Sometimes the brain likes to play games. If you see a light, when you shut your eyes, it'll appear as a dark shape. You have to learn to listen and see with your deep subconscious and understand that what you see from your subconscious mind are simply pictures or what you hear are simply sounds that you need to notice right now. So let's try that one. Let's take another deep breath all the way in and listen. What can you hear? And slowly breathe all the way out. Whatever you heard will depend on whether it's day or night. It might be that you're in a room with a caller. Or it might be that there's a dog barking in the yard. Whatever you've heard is related to all the other sounds that you have ever heard. 
and of course that is going to be correlated with what you felt in the past. So for example, if you heard a dog barking and a long time ago you were awfully afraid of that little dog because it seemed so big to you then, you may have now rationalized that that little dog is not so big and therefore you're not afraid of it. Yet, when you hear that yapping, that bark, that tone, there's that little feeling of fear. Take a deep breath again and breathe in and think about your life. And slowly breathe out. What comes to mind? Do you find yourself feeling more content? Or is there some issue or problem that seems to flow into your mind which doesn't allow you to be still. Lots of people have lots of problems just telling their mind to be quiet. That conscious mind is constantly processing every little thing. And of course, all the words that come with it, the self-dialogue, the self-talk, I can never do this, I'll never be any good at that, nobody loves me, Nobody cares whether I'm successful or not. I can't get the help that I need. How many times have you talked to yourself like that? How many times have you put yourself down, pushed your self-esteem, self-worth and self-value to the bottom? And believe it. And of course, you really justify and rationalize what you believe. Well, I'm here and happy to tell you that you've hypnotized yourself to believe all that stuff. Because when you say it more than 21 times, your subconscious has recorded that as playing a record over and over again, playing the same tune over and over again. And it's stuck. And so your subconscious believes that what it's heard, what it's seen, what it's felt is true. And of course then you're stuck in a loop. Not good to be in, hmm? So what about thinking about being positive? Thinking about telling yourself 21 times or more how good you are? It works in reverse too. And of course when you tap into these self-talk issues and give yourself positive statements in a variety of ways over and over again, something else happens. You are able to listen to your deep subconscious self, tap into your spirit self, get an answer, bring it all the way up into your conscious mind, have that revolution or a revelation of consciousness that says, I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. I'm not going to give myself a bad rap. I'm going to praise myself. I'm going to take care of myself. Well, of course, if you've never had a hypnosis session, you might think it's strange to do so. I'll remind you that I do have a free download of a hypnosis that I made to
to help people get rid of their fear and anger, pain and guilt, as well as to tap into their spiritual self. So if you'd like to go to my page www.drmargaretrvc.com you can leave me your email so I can contact you, let you know what's happening and you can also get your free download of the hypnosis that I made especially for you. I wouldn't miss this, it really will help you. So let's get back to you now understanding that hypnosis is a state of mind. That you can hypnotize yourself to be positive. But what if you are not sure about this? What if you think that no matter what you do, you cannot stop this conscious mind? Well, I'm happy to tell you that there are many clinical hypnotherapists around in the world who are well trained who can help you to overcome the buzz of your conscious mind. They can counsel you and make you your own special hypnosis to listen to according to your issue. I've been doing that for a lot of people for many many years and I'm happy to report that everyone that I work with always comes back and tells me that their life is much improved. In fact, if you'd like me to help you, all you have to do is write to me at my Gmail, which is drmargaretrvc at gmail.com. You can write to me and tell me your issues. You can tell me all your troubles and then we can chat and we can discuss what you need and then when you are ready we can make you your own hypnosis CD or you can download it directly and then you'll be able to listen to it 21 times or more and find that you are changing your point of view and feel so much better about yourself. Now Here's another amazing thing that happens. When you allow yourself to go into a state of hypnosis, breathing in the right way, you develop more energy in your body. Healers call it chi. That chi is energy that goes around your body, rejuvenating every cell in your physical body, as well as shifting lost emotions, lost memories that are negative away from your aura, while allowing you to tap into your spiritual energy, your spirit guides, guardian angels, archangels, the oneness and God. So hypnosis is a very wonderful state to be in. Some people like to do what we call psychic reverie which means they like to follow a journey. We walk down a pathway and I'd like to share this with you for a brief moment so you can have an experience of what hypnosis is like. So sit back and take a deep breath. Breathe all the way in and close your eyes and breathe all the way out. 
Let's do that one more time. Breathe all the way in and all the way out. And in your mind, I want you to see a dirt pathway. And this dirt pathway leads to a rose garden. So now we will walk along it. As you walk along this pathway, looking at the dirt, you want to look up. And on either side of you are rabbits and birds and trees. And you can see ahead of you a rose bush, an archway, and you know that you are about to enter the rose garden. Let's take another deep breath, breathe all the way in and all the way out. And as you do, you notice that you can recall the smell of the roses and smell them. And now we enter into the rose garden. And there they all are. Pink ones, white ones, deep, lovely colors that you would love to see and touch. So in your mind, you can go to them, you can look at them, you can see them, but there's one rose that particularly attracts you. And as you go to it, you sense its healing energy. The aroma of the rose is penetrating your aura, helping you to feel so relaxed. And you trust this image because you know that you have brought this image all the way from your subconscious mind into your conscious mind. And as you accept this, you have an instilled feeling within you, deep within you, that your spirit self has a message for you. So take a deep breath all the way in and listen to yourself because there is an answer to your problem. That's it. Breathe in and listen. Listen to your voice and the words. It'll be simple, a sentence, but it's yours. In this hypnotic state, you know your truth. It's instantaneous. It doesn't take long. And now you can look around the garden and you can begin to realize that this is a wonderful place that you can come to at any time. And now it's time to go out of the garden, back down the dirt path, past the trees, past the animals, whatever you've seen, all the way back, back to the end of the pathway where you started and take another deep breath and as you breathe out say to yourself one, two, three, four, five, I open my eyes, I'm wide awake. Well, how do you feel? I'm sure you feel a lot more relaxed and feel much safer. You can do this kind of thing anytime you want. You can take yourself on any journey that you want to do. It's no different from you driving the car and going off in your mind into some imaginary daydream. So you already know how to self-hypnotize yourself. If you decide that you would like me to help you 
Don't forget you can write to me at drmargaretrvc at gmail.com. Okay? And if you'd like to download the free hypnosis, go to www.drmargaretrvc.com. I'll be happy to help you in any way that I can. And if you'd like to get a copy of my book, The Rejection Syndrome, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com or wherever you are in the world, as long as it's in English, and get a copy. So let's come back to hypnosis. What is the point of hypnosis? Well, basically, it's to allow you to align the three minds your conscious, subconscious, and deep subconscious, so that all parts of your brain work at optimum level. In other words, you can know consciously what you're doing while recalling history in association with what you're doing. To understand the lessons that you've had in the past to ensure that you do not make the same mistake again. So, for example, if you've been married three times and you've found that the partner you've married has always had the same problems, then you're going to notice all the bad stuff. And when you do, if you're in hypnosis, you'll start to see why you had all that bad stuff. And what you learned in the deep subconscious part of yourself that needs to be shown to you on a conscious level. And of course, once you start to see the true lesson, you begin to understand that you don't need to be with the partner that it is hurting you about, or whatever it is you feel at this time. And of course, then you can be brave and make choices to change. Now, change can come in a hypnoidal moment, in the blink of an eye, as I said earlier, because whatever you see, hear, or feel will cause you to give yourself permission to focus on your need to change. So what is it that makes you need to change? Well, quite simply, it's your emotions. So, if you've been weighed down by negative emotions, you must realize that it is time to get out of hypnotizing yourself to feel negatively, to open up yourself to the idea of thinking, seeing, feeling, touching, smelling, tasting, and assimilating everything into a positive attitude, into a positive feeling so that you can then go on with positive physical activities to show yourself that there is an alternative to the lifestyle that you've been living. I have to tell you, in all honesty, that I have used hypnosis on myself so many times and I have been so grateful that I am able to do this to myself. I've also allowed hypnotists to work on me and I have enjoyed the changes that have happened as a result of this. So yes, 
I have had personal experiences in being hypnotized and I do encourage you to seriously think about allowing yourself to sort out all your issues this way. Well, I once again thank you for listening to my show and I do want to remind you that if you enjoy listening to me that you can go to iTunes and download all my shows onto your iPod. It's free and all you have to do is go to http colon forward slash forward slash iTunes dot apple dot com forward slash us forward slash podcast forward slash I D as in David three eight three one eight three Now I know that's a lot to replay, but of course you can because you're listening to me in your own good time. So I'd like to wish you well and encourage you to seriously think about having some kind of hypnosis session with someone to help you get out of your problems. But you may say, I don't have any problems. I've always been able to deal with my issues very well. Well, I would remind you too that in an alpha state, a hypnotic state, you can also tap into your spirit guides, into the oneness, into your focus on what your destiny is, and of course get advice from spirit guides as well. So use hypnosis whichever way you want to and be sure to contact me if you need help. So until we chat again, please take care of yourself. Bye for now.